Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Episode 50, This Ain't Radio Podcast with your host, Chris, just Chris. And today, today, I'm finally joined by my brother, Mario, again, who was supposed to be with me last week, but overslept. I finally woke up today. He finally woke up. But I have him with me because today is kind of, it's going to be... A sad celebratory podcast because I'm pretty sure as everyone is aware now, we lost a legend. Not Flex. like we lost yeah, Kobe. Oh. Y'all, y'all know Kobe, his daughter Gigi, and seven others. John Altabelli, Alyssa Altabelli, Carrie Altabelli. Christina Mauser, Sarah Chester, Peyton Chester, and Ara Zobayan. Zobayan. Like, we lost them. Damn. We lost them all on Sunday. And we're going to get right right into it. Whew. I'm the one that told you, right? Because I remember... Yeah, we just walked out of church. We were literally 30, 40 seconds out of, out of walking out of the church building. And I I feel my 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 phone go bzz, bzz, I got a text. So I just read like the little you know how they give you like a little preview on yeah. your screen and it says, "Did y'all see the headline?" And I'm like, and I'm confused because I have no idea what they're talking about and it, and and it's the group chat. So I open it and it's the screenshot you know TMZ reports, Kobe has passed away in a helicopter accident and I'm like. <laughs> nah, nah, this can't be true. This can't be true. This can't be true. First thing I do, I think I tell y'all. Yeah. I, I, I let you guys know, like, yo, like TMZ reported that Kobe passed away. And first thing I do, I go to Twitter and search Kobe. Then I start seeing, like, people saying, yo, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. All this happened. And then it, that, that, that just messed up my whole day. It messed up minds too. Cause I didn't believe it as well either. It was hard to believe, man. And then I thought it was a hoax. Yeah, like could the TMZ got like nah, TMZ fucked this up, man. Cause cause I cause, didn't see it anywhere else. Yeah, for a minute, I didn't. The news wasn't reporting or nothing. So it was like nah, somebody lying. Somebody trying to get clout right now. Yeah, man. So then I remember everyone came in their own cars. So. I ended up driving by myself back home and like I was just thinking about it and I started like shedding tears man like that's fucking with me because like Kobe yo Kobe Kobe was born 1978 I was born 1988 he is 10 years older than me our birthdays are in the same month right so think about it he Mm -hmm. he got drafted to the Lakers when he was 17 I was seven years old I grew up with Kobe I grew up with Kobe um, so, like that shit, fuck like fuck me over. So I'm in the car, like shedding tears, like, and it's crazy because like, before I even get home, my homie Mike texts me like, "Yo, we should go to downtown LA, just to go pay our respects." Yeah. So I'm like, for sure, for sure. So at first it was just gonna be me, Pete, and Mike. But then I get home and then I see Andrew like tripping out over it because you woke yeah. him up to yeah. that news. 
I got, I just got home and I was just still in shock. Didn't want to believe it. And I go in Andrew's room like, bro, not Kobe. He wakes up like, the fuck you mean not Kobe? Like confused, like what are you talking about? I'm like, not Kobe. He's like, what? What the fuck you talking about? I was like, they say he died. Helicopter crash. He's like, what the fuck? Straight to his phone. Hell no, nah. what the fuck? It's some fucking bullshit. Just that's when you walked in thinking he was tripping on somebody. <laughs> yeah, so then so but, then we end up so then I invite you guys to go. Yeah. Right? Cause it was like, we gotta go. So then we all we all we all get to downtown LA and there's already a bunch of people there. And you know, they're already putting up their little shrines, laying down flowers and stuff. And bro, you standing there and it's like, this is for real, for real. Like it's crazy, man. It still didn't feel real there. It still doesn't feel real now. This whole week, this whole week, and it's Wednesday. This will be out tomorrow on Thursday. I I swear, my eyes have been like heavy. Like I've been. It feels like that. They, they like you know how when you cry, mm. after you cried a long time, your eyes just yep. feel heavy. Yeah. My eyes been feeling heavy like this whole week, and I've been just like emotionally drained. Like I've been like I, I, I fell asleep like at eight thirty nine o'clock yesterday. I never do that. I'm just out of it. And I, I heard a lot of people talking about, oh, you know, they're staying off social media because they don't want to hear about it because they're like, it's too hard. I've... But the crazy thing is I want to hear, not not the average person, because the average person is like me. They're going through it, but I want to hear people, what, actually people close who actually to him, close to was... him know. I'm like, I want to I wanna hear that shit. So, like, maybe that's how I'm grieving with it. It's just actually just going through it, not trying to, like, put it aside and not trying to, like, yeah. not be in it like i'm i guess like the way i'm dealing with it is like being in it like i gotta just be in it right and then work my way through it and then i'll be cool but yeah what about you i don't know i try like since i just it's hard to believe period so i try not to be on social media too much i try to clear my mind off of it as much it is everywhere. No matter where you look, it's everywhere. But you can't, you can't, you can't get away from it. You can't run from it. It's there. Yeah, and it, and <laughs> bro, like, like it's, like, and and then this hits so hard because it's layered. Like, of course, everyone, everyone loves Kobe, right? Like this, I think everyone between like thirty-five and like twenty-five. Yeah. Like that's that's kobe's our guy right because that's who we grew up watching mm-hmm. but then it gets worse when you're like but wait his daughter was on the helicopter too and from and, what i and heard two of her teammates and also what i heard they said when they found kobe no 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 i don't i, I mean no, i'm just saying no, no you no, don't want to no, hear it, but I that's what i, I don't well, what well, then don't say it don't what? don't say because i i haven't heard anything about i heard it no but okay but don't this, so this, this not, tell you. no no i don't want to hear that when they not no i don't want to hear that but was he hugging his daughter i thought you wanted to know yeah daughter was found in his arms good and not well not not well you know what, I know because, what you mean, but yes. Cause that's how, cause that's what you, that's how you would imagine it, right? Right. That's how you would imagine it. Cause Kobe is such a leader and such, like you, like the last few years, you really saw him in a dad mode, right? Right. And okay. you wouldn't expect nothing less, right? 
course not. You would expect not. you would expect him to be holding his daughter, letting her know that it's gonna be all right, even though he knows it's not gonna be all right. Like that's what you would expect from him, right? Mm-hmm. So, and <sighs> yeah, and that's then a tough she's one, bro. thirteen years old, bro. She was thirteen. Thirteen, like she had her whole life ahead of her, bro. She had her whole life ahead of ahead of her, and her teammates, the other parents that were in there, the coaches, even the pilot. Like, that's been Kobe's pilot. That was Kobe's pilot. And... I know. And the thing is, this is this was routine for him. This was every day. Like, the the, the helicopter was basically his car. Pretty much. So, so it's yeah. not so it's not like, oh, he should have never... Not, so it's not nothing new to yeah, him. Yeah, so, so, it's, so, it's, so it's not like he should have never been in the helicopter. Like, that's what he did. Yeah. That's what he did. So it's, it's it's just like us getting into a car, like it's dangerous, right? Right. So man, I just want to prayers out to definitely everyone involved, everyone affected, the families, the families, Kobe's the parents, friends, his wife, Laker his Nation, other daughters, everyone, the all the other families that were involved, their kids could now. Some kids lost both of their parents and a sister. It's crazy, man. It's it just layered, and this is gonna be a hard one to get over. And I don't know, man. It's just, it's tough. It's tough, but Kobe, as far as Kobe, and he was forty-one, like, but he lived, right? He, he did lived more than what. Most he, of us, he, he half lived, of us. He lived and accomplished more and inspired more people than than someone who lived a full life, right? Right. So, like, the best way to honor his memory is just to keep going, right? Because that's what he would want, right? Yep. Keep going. Keep going. But Don't stop putting that extra work. Exactly. And it, it just fucked up with me. And I'm just happy that have you been keeping up how people have been, you know, paying their respects, especially like in the NBA mm-hmm. and stuff like that, with teams taking a 24-second shot clock violation and an eight-second uh, half-court violation. Yeah. Like, you know, because Kobe was 24 and, and eight. So that that's that's dope. And a I lot think, of players I think are. they should give him his own day. Oh, that would definitely come, and I'm pretty sure he has his August own day somewhere. Eight twenty four. I know, but uh, <laughs> but um, and then uh, and then a lot of players are informally retiring that number, number the eight th- and number twenty four, mm-hmm. uh, and because the league hasn't retired that number yet, so they can't do it or a team, the league or a team, but the players who who wear number eight or twenty four, they are they're. They're changing their number out of respect for Kobe, mm. and that and I think that's really that, dope. That's, that is dope. That's dope. That dope. And uh, Mark Cuban, the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, he has already said, no one on the Dallas Mavericks, from this day forward, when he said it, will wear the number twenty four again. So that's dope. Like that's that's respect, right? Because like, uh, that's big. He, he, he was is well deserved. He was like the top Very competitor, well right? He was like the competitor. Hate him all you want, but you got to respect his competitiveness to win and what he would do to and win. And his worth ethic. And his work ethic, exactly. 
man, I'm just like, who knows how long? Like, like, cause this ain't even. This is just the beginning. So we gotta. But he's done so much good, man. And one of my favorite Kobe moments. So let's let's get into some of our favorite Kobe moments. One of my favorite Kobe moments was, it was after his basketball career. It's him being a coach, coaching his daughter's team, mm-hmm. right? Because it's like, when you're a superstar, you're like, I've done it. Like, I'll, I'll teach my daughter, but I don't want to give the game to everybody. Yeah. But he would, he, he wanted to give the game to everybody. Starting from just, starting literally from the bottom yeah, with the, the youngest the, kids. And then he mentored all these other current NBA players, mm-hmm. right? Giving them that, letting them know what that, that Mamba mentality like, is. Look, like, this is the Mamba mentality. You yeah. want to get what you want. You want to get here? You got to put in the work. Exactly. Over time. And, no and, excuses. And it's crazy, though, because coming up, Kobe was definitely always my uh, favorite Laker. And he and he was always like my part. He was my favorite player, but he was not the player that I modeled my game after, cause he was super athletic. Uh, you had a game. I I had mad game, <laughs> bro. I was nice. Like before I hit my before I injured my knee, I, I was alright. Uh, but he wasn't the person who I modeled my game after though, because he was super athletic, tall. I'm and- neither. <laughs> So I always I always gravitated towards like the smaller guards. So I like the Steve Nash, you know, Chris Paul, yeah. uh, I, you know, the, just the smaller guards that are that weren't well. Chris Paul super athletic, but he wasn't getting off the ground. Baron Davis, like you know, yeah. these are guards that literally a lot of them had to re- they had to rely on their skill because they weren't bigger, faster, stronger than a lot of these people, even though. Yeah. Baron Davis in his prime was a nasty motherfucker, man. Ooh. Right. Yeah. So they were like, but then, but then now, but then when I got a little older, I realized like, yo, Kobe is as far, just as much as he is athletic, he's probably yeah. ten times more skilled. So like, I could have definitely taken a lot from Kobe, and and then I and and then I realized that now when I got older and I'm not playing as much, but yeah, it happens. Yeah, but it's cool. And then, but I don't know. So. On Monday at work, on Monday at work, mm-hmm. we have a basketball court, right? So it was towards the end of the day. Oh, so y'all was on the So it was, Kobe. Every shot was a Kobe shot. It was towards the end of the day, and um, uh, I get the ball. I'm like 15 feet out. I hit like a little turnaround. Kobe. I break that shit hard, right? <laughs> but so I was like, damn, damn, I wanted that one to go in first shot, you like, know, Kobe. Uh-huh. But then I realized, yo, Kobe missed a lot too. So, <laughs> so what I do, I got that damn ball again and I shot it again. Kobe. And missed again. Hell no, that shit went in. Swish, swish, <laughs> motherfucker, swish. Yeah. Kobe what, moments. What about you? What's your favorite Kobe moment? The repeat. The repeat, like this, so his second go around against Boston. The repeat, yep. As soon as they won, that's when I got a call from Eddie. He was like, "Nigga, let's go to the parade." He's like, "For sure, let's go." <laughs> Dude, those parades were fun, yo. I went deep. Remember, just hopping on the I went metro. To the repeat and the three peat. Yeah, remember just hopping on the metro, just going, just going, just going, just balling. 
all day long just spent on the bus. I think or we on definitely skipped school for one oh, yeah, or two of those. Yeah, we missed school. Fuck school. I, is I, no. I don't remember the exact day, but I, I remember if it was a school day, we definitely missed school. Yeah. Who's who's gonna go to school? Who had to go to school to be at the Lake of Parade? Exactly. So like it, it was gonna happen. It was gonna happen regardless. Right. But um, before we end this part. I want to just say rest in peace, Kobe, again, and to everyone else to the that families was, that was and to involved. everyone else that was involved. Um, my thoughts are with you for sure, for sure. And um, some people sent in a couple clips of t- telling me about their favorite Kobe moments. So I'm gonna play those, and then we'll keep it moving. My favorite Kobe moment. Uh, shit. Whenever he hit a buzzer beater and won them championships, you feel me? In the 81, that's my favorite Kobe moment. My favorite Kobe moment is honestly uh, not even about the man himself, not about the GOAT, the legend himself. It's uh, more so about my brother, uh, three years younger than myself. And he he is really the love of my life. My brother is, and this man, Kobe Bryant, is a... Uh, is an inspiration, a role model, a complete everything for my younger brother. And uh, that's my, my favorite thing about Kobe Bryant is the impact that he had on my family members, the impact that he had on my, my chosen family, my basketball family, um, the impact that he had on on Los Angeles and uh, everyone going forward who uh, who will play basketball, everyone who who's going to live and uh, die in Los Angeles. Uh, that's what my favorite Kobe Bryant uh, tidbit is. Just my entire life, Kobe has always been a part of it. I can't remember a time when he wasn't, you know, a part of. Los Angeles culture, a part of, you know, my city and and how I came up. All right, so uh, moving forward, Friday, January thirty first. Yep. Uh, the birthday of an uh, another fallen soldier, a friend, Hasta a brother. La muerte, baby. Hasta la muerte. Um, Eddie. Eddie Estrada, a.k.a. Tunes, a.k.a. Take Your Shit and Never Give It Back. A.k.a. Tecate Man. A.k.a. Tecate Man. A- yeah. A.k.a. 4032 Osage Prairie. Osage Prairie <laughs> Avenue. Right. Uh, but yeah, man, it's 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 our brother from another uh, birthday. Uh, he passed away 2011. I'm 12. 2012. Time is flying by, man. Fast. Time is flying by. It just seemed like yesterday, literally. It did. Um. He'll he's in he'll he's gonna be thirty four. Yes. Thir- thirty four years old, man. Gone mm-hmm. way too soon. Tragic car accident. Yep. And it's crazy, man. I have so many <laughs> memories of Eddie. Um. One, 
one of my favorites. One of my one of my it's 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 one of my favorites now. But when it was happening, I fucking hated it. All right. So and it, and, it's, and it's definitely not what you're thinking because I know which one you're thinking which of and it's not it. And is, no, 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 no we'll, we'll get to that. I think I know All what right, you're so talking about too. But yeah, I must have been fifth grade. Fifth, yeah, I was in fifth grade. All so right. I was I was ten. 10 i was 10 eddie was at the time 13 yeah, he's like three years 13. older than me so we're playing pop warner football <laughs> pop warner football right but since since yeah. i was always like a kind of like a bigger kid and eddie was super tiny short. and short and mm. small but he was he was three years older than me i was 10 i wasn't even a preteen yet i was yeah. right i was barely like a preteen if anything no, I wasn't even a preteen. I was ten years old. All right, I was ten years old. So, <laughs> so we're so we're playing Pop Warner football. I remember Londell Ravens, which he was on, and I was on the Hawthorne Cougars. So then, he's middle linebacker, <laughs> and I'm center. So I'm so you know I'm hiking the ball, and all game, all game, all game. He didn't even try to get no tackles or nothing. All game. All he was doing was hitting me, hitting me and then laughing at me, hitting me and laughing at me. And that was a, and, and I swear to you, like, I, I, I was so frustrated that game. I was so frustrated because, there, because there was nothing I could do. He was three years older than me. So even if, even if I was like a huskier kid than he was, he was stronger than me. He was, he was stronger than me. He was faster than me, so right. so I would hike the ball, and he'd be hitting me by the time I could even react to try to block him because he was just like he wasn't trying to make a play. He the only just, play he was making was, was to hit me and put me on my you, ass. That's it. And then I, I, the whole time I'm, I was fucking frustrated. I was fucking mad. I swear, like I probably at one point I was mad till where like my eyes got watery because I was like, this motherfucker's doing this shit on Your purpose. purpose. He's not I trying to make. He's not it. trying to make no fucking plays. Like honestly, I don't remember anything else about that game. <laughs> Except him kicking my ass the whole game, and then him when we're shaking hands at the end, him just laughing at me. Right? I'm like, motherfucker, you are three years older than me. <laughs> three years older than me. But you know what? Eddie always fucked with me though. That's kind of like the main thing. When I was little, when I was younger, like everything before high school, like mm -hmm. Eddie was always fucking with me. He was always fucking with me. Uh, and tough love, baby, tough yeah, love. That's all that is. Do you, do do you remember when when we were riding our bikes to? to the beach and then i there several and then times you are right, so the time all right you were you were riding your own bike eddie was riding the beach cruiser and i was on the handlebars oh i think i know what you're going down the hill no 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 no, 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 no. that's another one eddie's eddie's riding the bike eddie's okay. pedaling you're i remember you're kind of ahead of us because it's two of us on one bike so you're ahead of us yeah. i'm on the handlebars Eddie, Eddie was a fucking asshole, right? But, you, but, but that, but, 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 like that's what you love about him, right? Right? That's what right? you love about him because he's an asshole. But like, that's, that's what you love about him. You love to hate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you love it when he's not doing it to you, but when he's doing it to you, you fucking want to just a... fucking punch him in the mouth. So, so, we're, so, yeah. we're riding down Manhattan Beach because the because you know the easiest way to get to the beach for us is just go straight down Manhattan, right? Just straight. Exactly. So we're riding down Manhattan Beach. I'm on the handlebars. He's pedaling. This motherfucker jumps off the bike. <laughs> While I'm on the handlebars. <laughs> you don't remember that? <coughs> Bruh. 
Right. He <laughs> fucking jumps. He jumps off the bike while I'm on the handlebars. Uh, the wheel, the front go starts going crazy. I, I think and you, then you try to launch yourself then, off. And then I fall off and I scrape my back on like a wooden fence. So my back is all fucked up. And then I remember I'm mad. I'm, I'm probably crying because I'm yeah. fucking pissed off. I'm fucking pissed off. And then I and know. And we're just laughing and, at you. And you got, yes, and he's laughing at me. And I'm probably cussing him out. And you're probably just, just laughing, laughing too because, because you're an asshole too. <laughs> and then so so I remember I probably I probably cussed him out. And then I, I just remember walking home. Just walking home fucking pissed off like, fuck you guys. That shit ain't fucking funny. And <laughs> man. <laughs> what about you? You got any, you got any good, good Eddie's? Man, Eddie there's stories? so many stories. Tell me one. I remember getting caught by his mom in his room right after hitting a gravity bomb we just made. At a, the big ass gravity, at the, like big at five gallon jugs. Literally just made it out of, with a bucket. Had that shit. Filled it up and he took a big ass hit. And as soon as he took that big ass hit, here comes mom busting in the door. Boom, what the fuck are you guys doing? Eddie's sitting there trying to hold it, choking himself out. Like, you see him start turning red. He's trying to hold it, not trying to let it out. And she's like, what the fuck? Why are you not saying nothing? And he just, <sighs> I just big ass cloud of smoke hit her all in the face. And she's like, she went off on him. She's like, motherfucker, what the fuck are you doing? Everybody got to go. We got to leave. Just <laughs> Yeah. A lot of smoke in high times that I we've bet. had. I bet. Fucking, you know, Eddie was, you know how Sriracha is like a big thing now. And it's oh, been he like was, for the last he's, Eddie was the, exactly. Eddie was the first person to put me and you on to Sriracha. I remember we would go to the Asian market the right Saigon there. Market yeah, the right Saigon here. market. And we'll get the, it's that silver bag of noodles. It's, it's, and, yeah. it, and it's written in, I don't want to be disrespectful. I don't know what it's written in. It's Chinese, one Vietnamese. Asian one, type. One of them kneeses. <laughs> It was written one of the measles, right? <laughs> All right, so so the, I remember, so I remember, um, we, he will buy that and when he'll, he'll the sriracha, right? Yeah. But we didn't call it the we didn't call it sriracha. It was the fucking rooster sauce. The rooster sauce. It was yeah. the rooster sauce. Yeah. So I remember then that was that was in the nineties. Yeah, that was the nineties. That was nineties, the the early 2000s. Like be like before mm-hmm. before it became like, oh, the sriracha, 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 everything. Like nah, yeah, he Eddie put, put me on to the sriracha way back in the day, right? And I'm and I'm sure it's been around way before that. But I'm saying, but as far as when you found yeah, out about like, it, yeah, I, like I, I man, I, I was a young buck, knee high to a butterfly when I knew about the <laughs> sriracha, right? Yeah, and then, you, you know one thing that you and Eddie, that it's not weird, but it's weird to me. Y'all motherfuckers just will eat meat by itself, and, like, y'all don't need no sides. Y'all don't want no potato salad. Y'all don't want no rice. Y'all just like, yo, give me all the meat you can. And, and a couple of tortillas. And, a, and exactly. And, 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 and we're a, good. And a couple of tortillas. Yeah, exactly. And a couple of tortillas. Yeah, shit. Carnivores over here. You don't need all that extra shit. Yeah. <laughs> For Eddie shit. Some carne, tortillas, and an 18-pack. Or 32. 32. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> I miss that guy. But for real, though, like, he was... How about those stuff where he make you think that you go, you have your food right there, you leave, come back, 
and he make you think that he did something to your food. Oh yeah, he was like, "Did I do something? Did I do something?" Huh? And then he just know. looks at you, and every time you pick it up, you start laughing. You start laughing. You were like, "What the fuck you do to my food, nigga?" Bro, I, I for a fact, I know for a fact there, <laughs> there, 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 there's been a couple times where we'll be at his house and he'll cook like meat. <laughs> and then yeah, you will go use the restaurant and he'll come back and you're like he'll start laughing every time he says food. And I remember there were a few times where I was like, fuck it, I'm not gonna eat then. I'll just eat when I get home. Fuck you guys. Because cause, Cause... But y'all always fucked with me. Y'all always fucked with me. Always. Y'all always bullied me. We weren't bullying you, bro. We were teaching you life lessons. Yeah, no, no, no. What the fuck is the life lesson from grabbing fucking water bugs from outside and putting them down my shirt? What, where's the life hey, lesson in that? Your reflexes in basketball was on point after nah, that. bro, I was mad. I was crying because I was so fucking pissed. <laughs> y'all always, y'all fuck with me. Y'all that fuck funny. with me, we man. Did, we did get a y'all whole red cup me. full of water bugs. And yeah, <laughs> y'all fucked with me, man. And then, and then remember, we were at a laundry park. Oh, and, and then I'm riding the bike. <laughs> Eddie's on the pegs. Going down the little and hill. And we're going down the little hill. And Eddie... Besides Eddie, Eddie, Eddie just don't give a fuck, right? So he starts jumping on my fucking pegs, and I'm like, Eddie, stop! Eddie, stop! Eddie, stop! Remember that? And then, and then, I fucking lose control. I lose control, and the handlebar turns, turn. and we both flip over the hand, the handlebars. <laughs> And I don't and know right why. Right before, right before he did that, you was like, Eddie was like, "Should I put a helmet on?" I was like, "Yeah, no, put the helmet no, on." I took the helmet. I took the helmet. Somebody had the helmet because because see the thing is, I knew I always knew Eddie was gonna do something fucking stupid. But I'm stu I'm just so young, and it's like <laughs> and dumb enough to and, fall and, for it, and a, and, and a dumb enough to do it anyways. So I'm oh like, oh my god, that's just hilarious. So he so he bounced on the fucking handlebars. My shit lose control. We flip over. And I remember they had like in the bottom of the thing, cause it was like a, it was like the grass hill, but it was like a yeah. pit. So at the bottom they had like the little rock circle. Yeah, and no, I remember the fire we flipped, pit. Yeah, we flipped right there, and I remember I hit my head on one of those rocks. So I, at, at, I'm pissed off at Eddie. I remember I'm cussing him out. I'm always cussing Eddie out. <laughs> he's just he laughing, and he's laughing. So and and I'm and I'm like Eddie, you're fucking lucky. I put this fucking helmet on. I hit my fucking head on the rocks. Like what the fuck? And oh my god. <laughs> Man, Damn. so many memories, dude. Memories. Uh, memories. So I uh, the, posted... My main memory is his freestyles. Oh, that boy loved freestyling. And, so and, you didn't even have to have a beat. You could put nah, any beat on it. It could be somebody rapping already on it. Yeah, bro. He he was in every cypher, yo. And then there wouldn't even be a cypher. He'll, be, <laughs> he'll just start one by himself. Yeah. Man. And then I didn't realize till much later, because I don't, I don't know why, but I was like... Now when I hear back to like a bunch of his recorded freestyles he had and stuff, yeah. and I'm like, come on, this nigga wanted to be sugar free so bad. <laughs> Why you bullshit? Eddie wanted to be sugar free so bad, but it's funny. But but it was it's a skill. Like he wasn't the best, but he was able to like keep he, it up. He was able to keep it up. Like he was able to make words rhyme all the time. Like I was never that quick to like I could freestyle. Or I could come up and just yeah. keep going. He he was always. It wasn't always the smoothest, but he was always able to just to keep going. Right. So you got to respect kitchy. that part of it, right? Yep. Man. And then, uh, oh, so wow. I uh, posted on Facebook mm-hmm. earlier, you're like, what are, you, what are some of your favorite Eddie memories? Mm-hmm. And one person got back to me, AJ. Oh, yeah. AJ. Man. Oh, AJ got yeah. a gang of Yeah, I'm pretty sure he got a gang. Um, so... 
Well, before I tell him, like, like AJ, he was Eddie's neighbor, and we always used to kick it in the alley. On one five nine. One five nine in the in the alley playing basketball. That was our thing. Like, I, and I suck yeah. at basketball, but we always used to play basketball. But yeah, so he put um. What he put? Sorry, give me a second. So he put. And this is this is a quote. So, my guy used to climb from my stairs to the wood pillars, twelve feet up, nothing but a pull-out couch bed under to brace the fall. And the way he laughed when he made the jump, unforgettable. <laughs> right? That was a fucking daredevil. Dude, he would do the most random shit ever. Yeah. I remember when he fell out the tree in front of his house and broke his shit. And he was just like, after he got the cast on, come right back, was like, fuck it, let's go back up in the tree, fool. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You just broke your shit. Do you remember when we used to play Ding Dong Ditch? And then he would carry his dad's big ass news reporter camera. Oh, and, yeah, and that then, big ass. And, yeah, big ass camera. And then record us playing Ding Dong Ditch with a big ass <laughs> camera like he had to carry on his shoulder. Yeah. Bro, we should, man. We Making should movies. Crazy shit. I remember once in front of the. The homie Wedo's house right here on 159. I don't know. We, we was, he was on some stupid shit. I was fucking high. And I don't know. This dude had... The homie Wedo had gunpowder. A bag of gunpowder sitting in front of the... In front of the fucking... Just, it was half empty. So I was like, whatever. I'm not paying attention to it. Like Eddie lights a cigarette. And he has the, 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 the match. It's like, here, just throw that in that bag. It's a trash bag. <laughs> you know how that goes. I was like, oh, all right. As soon as I threw that shit, it said, boom! Fucking everybody come out the house. What the fuck? I was like, you told me to throw it in the trash bag. So I threw it. He said, that's fucking gunpowder, stupid. I was <laughs> like, what the fuck? I didn't, I didn't know, but this shit just blew up all in front of the house. That's funny. That shit was hilarious. But, um... <clears throat> Now that I think about it, it was hilarious. But that too, it was at that time, my fucking ears was ringing for a cool thirty-five minutes. Yeah, that shit was dangerous. <laughs> yeah, man, I fucking miss Eddie, man. Oh shit, I miss him every day. I mean, every bro, like, day. like, like he was like definitely like a brother to me. But not not only was he like a brother to you, it was like another level type of shit. Like that was your right hand man, yo. That was like your like. Like, if he's Jay, you're Silent Bob. Like, that's your heterosexual life mate. Right. <laughs> yeah. You can say that. And Man, I miss that dude. Yeah. I miss him a lot. But, um... Yeah, he's definitely gonna be missed. And... It's tough, man. But... I have some clips that people sent in. Talking about Eddie, so let's 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 hear those. Let's hear what they got to say. Let's, let's hear get into that. Their moments. My favorite Eddie moment is when he would just pop up out of nowhere, knock on the door, and as if either one of y'all was here. And if he was, he would just go to the room and start rapping out of nowhere, all loud, just freestyling, and be the loudest one in the room. 
Yeah, you feel me? That's my favorite Eddie moment. When Eddie would come over at 2.30 and 3 o'clock in the morning and say to Rosie, hey, Rosie, I need to talk to Danny for a minute. <laughs> I need to borrow a drill. <laughs> right? It was just, and he would do that, man. Oh, my gosh, so many times in the morning. Early hours. Always early hours. Never at a regular time. I miss that kid. I love him a lot. Eddie. 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 I have so many stories to say about Eddie, but I can't give you them all. But one thing I used to like about Eddie was when he used to come over with his tecates and tell me, Mom, you want to have a beer? When that when he used to say that, it's because he wanted to talk. And there I go, you know, drinking a beer with him. We would drink and we would talk and about whatever. But my the very, very best one I remember was the last time I seen him was we had pulled all, we we were parking me and Donna in the front. And he passed by and he stopped right there. He stopped and blocked traffic. He didn't care. And he got off the car and, and he just came to tell me that he just stopped to say that he loved me and that I looked beautiful and that he would see me later. That. And those times that he used to come over and I would tell him, just stay over, it's late, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he would like, okay, fine, I'll stay over. And then I would make the sofa and you know, for him, and then I come to the room, walk out there, he's gone. Or how about that time when I used to cook for him breakfast? I used to cook for him, and I would serve him his plate, and he was gone. I have so many things to say about him. He's always with me. He's, I, I still can't believe he's not here with us. He just never goes away, but that's a good thing. Favorite memory of Eddie is when he would show up to the house with the 24-pack of Tecate and sit on the porch even if nobody was out there. And mom would end up hearing someone out there go out and be like, Eddie, what are you doing? And by the end of the night, everybody would be out there kicking it with him. He would just show up anywhere and start his own party. Yeah, I like to drink, bro. <laughs> yeah. that motherfucker. Huh. Hold on, motherfucker. Yeah. YouTube in it with the freestyle flow. Motherfucker, check it out. I will be the miracle. Whoa. Yo, Abracadabra, I'm the magician. Yeah, check it. I'll take your bitch and make her make me food in the kitchen. Yeah, because you can't do it, so you better listen to the pink shit that I spit. This comprehension will relieve your, some of your tension. And then I'll be like, damn, someone's how to get my bitch in the kitchen. Learn lesson. Yeah, fuck it. Got depression. Kick back. Get a fat chronic smack sack and smoke a session. Did I stutter? There goes another motherfucker. I don't care because you just funny like Chris Tucker. I'm just balling like the rucker. Hopefully one of these days because I'm broke and I just need to get fucking paid. Yo, you know I'm gonna kill roaches like my name's Raid. But I don't give a fuck because I'm gonna blow up like a grenade. Gonna have all the feds. Hopefully but not the feds coming to my house and trying to be scoping me. Fuck that. Because you know I'm got predictions of fucking getting money and teaching. And you know I ain't bullshitting. Nah, like sugar food. But I'm just free from a sucker. Nah, I don't wanna be like you, fool. Like you say you smoke in the trees. Fool, you smoking the crack because you coming to buy it on my block like pocket because I got the fat sacks in my sock. Yeah. Oh, and it stops. Motherfuckers, check it out. Tunes, bitch. Now I'm going So that freestyle was 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 Eddie, a.k.a. Tunes, <laughs> a.k.a. Take your shit and not give it back. That shit was dope. But um, so... <laughs> Be, so before we end this, we have to do another birthday shout out to another fallen soldier. My dad, 
my brother's dad, my other brother's dad, my sister's dad, you know. Um, the chief. His birthday is uh, February 2nd, so it's coming up this this upcoming Sunday. So it's only right that, you know, we, we pay our respects. It, you know, coming up, I was definitely close to my dad coming up. Very close. Very close. And then, you know, he did his shit. And he ended, and he ended up going to school for for eight years. From the time I was eight to 16. So my brother was from 11 to 19. Yep. So between those eight years, I saw him. I, I can remember once when I went to go see him. Within those eight years. But I but I I do remember writing him a lot more than you would because I think at the time you were you were mad at him yeah and it was hard to get you to sit down and write because you were just so mad and me like I would write him but then Donna our sister she would write him all the time be snitching on us and then um, <laughs> so it was it's weird because when well, let, well let, hold on, let's go back. So, he's pretty much the reason why why we're in love with music. Facts. Because yeah. for as like like my my the strongest memories I have of my dad. Rest in peace, of course. Because I don't. Yeah, rest in peace, bro. Bro's finna be sixty years old. Sixty. Yeah. Sixty. Um. Whew. But. My my fondest memories are is him playing records, him making mixtapes, real mixtapes. Him, him sitting on a milk crate, in in front of the stereo, going through his records, going trying to find the record. right song. Exactly, <laughs> like that's what I remember most. That's what I. That's like what I. Re, that's like, the main memory. That I have with him. What about you? It's pretty much the same, boxes and boxes and boxes of records mint condition records still in the original packing records I'm, i remember there'd be times before mom and him would get in an argument she would literally take his records and break them to to get to him to hurt him but then afterward you know gotta go back and find that record again and replace it. Yeah, I don't. I guess I must have been too young. For <laughs> he that was young for that. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember any of that. But I've. I have so many memories that even when he got, when he graduated from his his school, you know, came home. I don't know how he got a medical card when he got home, but he had one. I remember taking him to the shop to get some weed. <laughs> you know him. He got it. My tolerance compared to his is a whole lot different from what I thought. I'm like, here's a hundred bucks, pops, go get yourself some. I come out with a half ounce of some dank. He comes out with damn near the store. <laughs> and I'm like, what did you get? He's like, well, I got this, I got this, I got that. I got all these edibles. Got... I'm like, okay, well, where's the weed? He's like, oh, I got this. And it's he's used to that reggie shit that stuff that just brown sticks that old tj brick weed <laughs> and still have 50 bucks left over 
<laughs> okay, you probably stole half that shit then. <laughs> but yeah, but man, I have many memories. And then I remember going to church a lot with him. Yeah. And and then this is all between. Well, I don't know how far. Like like they say, you really don't start remembering shit until you're like four. So mm-hmm. maybe from four to eight, this is like the shit that I remember. I remember I mean, a lot of stuff. And then, do you remember that one time uh, we were playing baseball in the alley, mm-hmm. and you pitched me the ball, and I hit it, and it flew to the corner house and broke a window. We hear, yeah. so then we just book it to the house because we're like, damn, we fucked up. <laughs> so we run into the house, and then we're hiding in the closet with like blankets throw thrown over us because when you're little, hiding in the closet with a blanket thrown over you, they're not gonna see you. There's no way you. There's no way they're finding you. There's at all. No, no way, way they're finding at all. You. So, um, <laughs> so then we hear a knock on the door, doom, 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 and we're like, fuck, fuck. And then I remember I hear dad talking. I can't really understand what they're saying, but you yeah. hear him, Here's you hear him, talking. you hear him talking. And then I remember he comes to the room, he opens a closet, pulls a blanket off of us, and he was like, yo, did y'all break the, the, the neighbor's window? And we're like, we're looking up like, no, <laughs> no, just kind of scary because we don't know what the fuck is going to happen. <laughs> And then he's like, don't, don't worry. I, I told him you guys been in here all day. So it wasn't you guys, but yo, he was like, y'all got a motherfucker that'd be careful. Like you can't be playing right. baseball with a hardball in the alley. <laughs> no matter any kind of boy, it's going to go through the window regardless. Yeah. But yeah, it was, <laughs> when we used to strike you out right here in the front yard, who or in the backyard, who you strike who out, who, who? who? me would strike you out bro once again you're three years older than me and don't and look come on bro like don't make it a competition because you remember you were three years older than me right it's all right but i played minors on the same team you were on i was still better than you though how i was like six years old you must have been nine i was six years old playing with nine-year-olds i am nice with it but so anyway our Back dad gets pops. locked up, right? Dad gets locked up. Goes to school again. And then, um, it's, it's weird because remember, like, when he was locked up, I kind of had the better relationship with him than you did. Mm-hmm. But then when he gets out, it's, it's like, it's switched. You end up yeah. having the better relationship with him than I did. And I, and it's weird cause, because I think about that sometimes. Because I don't, like, part of me knows it's my fault because I didn't want to get close to him. Mm-hmm. Right? I didn't want to get too close because I guess once he got out, I think, to me, it seemed like he was trying too hard to be... Get back to where he be, was. Be daddy again. Right? Be mm-hmm. daddy, daddy. But by, by that point, I didn't we're, need... We're grown up already. Like, I, I didn't need daddy again, right? He just needed to try to be my father, but I don't think he just, but so it was kind of like that, that pull, that push and pull with me. Like mm-hmm. I, I wanted to have a relationship with him, but it's tough because I don't, I'm not sure what kind of relationship that we yeah. need to have at that point. Right. Because like, yeah, he's my father. I love him, but he missed the most mm-hmm. crucial times of our lives. Like the times when we needed him the most, he wasn't, he wasn't there, there because of shit, because of his selfishness. Right. right, right. So, I was, 
so I never would able to get as close to him as you and Donna did. Mm-hmm. I was cl- I got close to him. Well, first, you know, I mean, still, still, he's like, oh, why you never write me? And this and this and that. And I'm like, if you want to know the stuff that I was doing, you'd be here. <laughs> if you want to know about me, ask everybody else. They'll let you know what I'm doing. Like those times, that's when I went to Eddie's dad. Eddie's dad was my dad at that time. Rest in peace as well. But there's a lot of memories. Just rolling with him in the car. I had my Camaro go pick him up. He'd be like, oh, you got a trunk? I'm like, of course I got a trunk. It's like, <laughs> so put this in the back. I'm like, all right, put that in the back. All right. How do you work this radio? <laughs> it's like a CD. Put that in. Here, put these. Put 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 this CD on. Put some oldies on. Just cruising. Yeah. You know, he's in there vibing. He's like, oh, I like your sound system. It's like, yeah, I like yours. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's crazy. So, I remember one time. Now it sounds like I'm saying nothing but negative shit, but I do love my father. Like. I I still wish he was here. Some of the negative that that's. But uh, do you remember that time? I don't where I like had to threaten to fight. Like I threatened to fight him. Uh, when was this one? I must have been maybe I had to have been like early, early super early twenties late teens. So he had been arguing with with mom mm-hmm. over Andrew because Andrew at the time he was like eight nine didn't grow up those eight nine years not even knowing him so when he came out it's brand new like here you go this is your father go spend time with him blah 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 so he's like who the fuck like who's this dude so so it's so it's like so basically it it, it basically came down to they were arguing about can you stop doing that uh they were arguing about disciplining him and mom was like no you don't fucking touch him you don't fucking touch him but then that escalated to just other bullshit. You know, when you start yeah. arguing, then it just, just turned into everything else, right? All the feelings right? that you And then held. I, I remember he was talking about, I'll, I'll go up there and start all this shit. Talking about coming to the house. And then I remember I heard that, and that shit pissed me off. Mm-hmm. And that shit pissed me off. So I remember I called him. You better not ever fucking come up here starting problems or else you're going to have a problem, a personal problem with me. And I remember I was fucking pissed. I was like, and then I remember he started talking. Oh, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. You come up here starting problems, you're going to have a fucking problem with me. And then it's crazy because, you know, dad, dad's a gangster, right? <laughs> yeah. Dad's a gangster. So no, it don't, So sometimes it's hard to shed that shit. Yeah. So I remember you come up here starting problems, you're going to have a fucking problem with me. And then he was like, well, then that's what it is then. So I was like, all right, bet. Mm-hmm. And then that was that. He never came for starting problems, of course, because he probably realized, like, that's stupid. That's my yeah, son, blah, blah, blah. Of course. And then, but, but that is probably one of, like, my biggest regrets is me not doing my, me not doing more just to have a better relationship with him. Uh, because I, because I could have. But, I don't know, I was young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel it. I feel it. But 
even like with all his, he fucked up a lot. But he's been through a lot. He's been through a lot. He's also fucked up a lot. But people who know him better than I do, like but, they right. tell me all the good shit. They the tell good me a stories. lot of good shit. A lot shit. of stories that we haven't heard that we don't they know. Tell a me lot, a of, lot of good shit. Yeah. And then. So let's just, let's just get into that because yeah. I do yeah. have a couple of people telling all the good stories telling me a lot of good <laughs> stories so let's let's get into that rest in peace pops man love you pops miss you man yeah i remember the day that uh that, that your mom and your dad went to church and they received christ and then there that pastor mitchell and then, and then uh we were in my van and he had his uh, old mobile and then i remember that he had they had broke down, and then I took them all in my van, you know. But then he came and gave me a hug, you know, like, 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 like thank you, you know, for for this. For I go, no, oh, that's good. No, thank you for taking me to church, you know. It's something beautiful. That, just to know that he accepted Christ, that's the, that, that's the, the, the something beyond money, beyond anything, you know. Because we had a lot of good times and going eating. He went camping, you know, and that was good, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, the day when. When he received Christ, that was that was that was the most beautiful thing, to me, to me, to me. Uh, I, I can say you know when we were now eating, when, and then you know we had so many other times, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Checking cars and you know robbing liquor stores, and <laughs> but I mean that's the, yeah, that's it, that's that's in the world. But um, yeah, I mean that when he got married, the day he got married, when you know at the church you know that was something beautiful too those 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 you know those right there because those are something that got blessed you know regardless what happened god blessed that marriage you know what i'm talking about yeah it was by you know, god that was something beautiful regardless you know so so i think that one and the other time you know so i mean i i, I can think of so many good times you know but those mm-hmm. are something to me it was like something special you know yeah you know and then when we went to when he got married he was real happy you know I think of a lot. We had a lot, you know, going out. Yeah. And when he would, when you used to live in West LA before you were you were born, you know what I mean? You know, talking with Freddie. Yeah. You know, we had some good times, you know, but sober, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then we had a lot of time we were drunk and you know, <laughs> taking out at two o'clock in the morning. Hey, go ahead, got your water. Let's go. You know what I mean? There's a lot of those, you know what I mean? So, yeah. But yeah, that was. Uh, I miss him, you know. I really miss him. He was a good dude when, when he was doing good, you know? Mm-hmm. He was good, you know what I mean? But then when we do bad, we do bad. But yeah, you know, that, that was something beautiful. The, the, regardless of good and bad, the thing that I'm happy is that, that he received Christ. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That, that, that to me is something, because regardless, you know, he's up there looking, looking at you and I'm like, hey, what's up, Chris? You doing good, you know? <laughs> With Kobe. Hey, Kobe, yeah. what's up? Send my, <laughs> send my wing. A couple of my favorite memories of dad is when I was a little girl and I would dance standing on top of his feet. And also when he would use my teddy bear Dodger and make him talk to me. As soon as you walked into the project, when we used to stay there with my mom, 
we knew the we knew we were in the projects and we knew your dad was there because as soon as we got there all you hear was the oldies blasting because he's down blasting everybody knew your dad through his music obviously all the music all the oldies um if you ask anybody anybody what they remember about mario would probably his oldies yeah and that's i think that's how you guys got your the love of oldies, the love of music, period. I know one thing. I mean, he's he's still in debt with you, Chris. How much money does he not owe you for all those massages you used to give him? You say, Chris, Chris, massage my back. You were the only one that wanted to give him a massage. You remember those? Mm-hmm. But you you were yeah you were serious too. You would charge him, but he you know he had credit with you. But he still owes you. I remember when all you guys were small. We used obviously we used to go to LA. You know we used to go to your grandma's house, Tomas house all the time. That was really fun. But one thing he used to do, he used to like to go to Griffith Park to um the the little horses and stuff, or the the merry go round. We went up there a lot when your dad was here. I don't think I've been up there ever since then. That was the last time with your dad. You know we did a lot of things when you guys were young and stuff. But he liked spending time with you guys. So, thank you for tuning in to episode 50, This Ain't Radio Podcast, with your host, Chris, Jess Chris, and I want to give a shout out to my guest today, my brother, Mario. The funniest one of the group. No, but thank you for being here with me and helping me get through this podcast. I appreciate it. And now we're going to leave you with an Odie, of course, you know, because of my dad, Mr. Odie himself, Mr. Odie but goody. For sure. To all the fathers out there. Yep. Hold your loved ones close. Peace.
Whisper 